Welcome to Biddy Sounds Off, a place for episodic writing and music I love. I'm Biddy, and I feel like I'm coming out of a coma. I feel myself sort of blinking back into the world again. Starting this podcast has been a long-held dream of mine. The start to a new year, making it through the winter. This is the time to awaken in advance of the year ahead, so that seems natural, of course. We all look to spring with hopefulness, don't we? Signs of spring can go a long way to fortify us, whether we're suffering through a deep freeze or waking up in beautiful Guanajuato, Mexico, where we do have a light rain this morning, but our afternoons and evenings remain warm. But you know how your body will go into a coma when you're close to physical death sometimes? I feel like I've been forced into a kind of emotional coma for the past several months since driving down here from Colorado a handful of months after my dad died. Grief is a complicated process, an inundation of sorts. Grief is like an ocean, but it soaks your insides, and sometimes a tsunami rages in there, totally knocking you off balance. Well after the event, just sweeps your feet right out from under you. You don't know up from down, and here you thought you'd been coping fairly well. And you have. I have to tell myself this because grief can be confusing. Marked by adult, slow thinking. It mimics a major depression in the way your brain fills with sludge and great big rations of knowledge are just covered over by an ink spot and it spreads. But I've been here before. This isn't my first grief rodeo, so to speak. My first trampling under hooves and wagon wheels. Whatever goes on there, I couldn't watch. Too painful for me as an animal lover. Sensitive child, sensitive adult. I don't know why people are hostile towards sensitivity. And with the word rodeo, I'm suddenly transported back. There's a tearing in the time-space continuum. And I'm back there. Pueblo Rodeo at the Colorado State Fair, mid-1980s, wearing shorts instead of pants. And so my legs got beat up and scratched on the corrugated metal seating. The flimsy kind that shakes the higher we go up to find seats. They roll them away when the fair is over. I'm scanning the aisles for my dad because this is the 1980s after all, and there are a lot of us little kids just off by ourselves, dumped in the play section or by the petting zoo. Parents come back later, or eventually we'd walk home. My dad was coming back, though. I could already see him with sodas, one in each hand. He was standing there talking to the neighbor who'd just taken me, the same neighbor. I hadn't seen him since that one afternoon, not long ago then. Let's take a break. Shouting it. 
The Middle Kids, Are You For Me, an award-winning Australian band, and that song, Are You For Me, from their 2021 release, Today We're the Greatest. Icky Blossoms followed with their song, Phantasmagoria, and that song from 2016, giving me an almost industrial feel to the start of their electro-pop stylings. Plus, any mention of headbanging is just going to perk up my little ears anyway. So, when we left off, my dad had been standing there, facing that man whose head was on a swivel. His snake eyes kept flicking in my direction. He'd taken me into the alley back behind his house, and this was the first sexual assault I experienced. I remember the cops came after I eventually found my way back home. That was memorable because I was afraid of them and everybody was acting very strangely and maybe even angry with me. This was the early 1980s, so there would be no answers forthcoming, no discussion of these events at all. All I knew is we went to live with Grandma all of a sudden, a whole city away, and my parents were getting divorced now. Obviously, it seemed connected and no one was talking. That confusion just rolled on, like the fog of depression or grief. Disassociation, compartmentalization from sound to silence. Mom's parents were silent people. We take responsibility for the things we don't understand as children. Of course I thought I'd caused all of this. We couldn't see Dad anymore for some reason. I didn't know why, because we'd been best friends up until that point. She'd already launched a highly successful parental alienation campaign against him, and we trauma-bonded over this. I was a pathological people-pleaser, just like my dad had been. I still have no idea why she hated him so much, but it was rare that we'd get to see him, and this was one of those rare times. My dad took me to the rodeo. He knew I loved animals, so he didn't expect me to cry when they chased the poor baby cow around and threw him around the arena with their ropes. I was done crying, though. I didn't know why he was over there talking to that guy who would hurt me like that. I felt betrayed, but I didn't cry. I just clenched my jaw, and my mouth became a hard line.
Starting off those two songs was Cheap Perfume, a band from my home state of Colorado, with their song Put the Devil to Bed, Fucking Righteous Bop, Burn It Down, There's No Other Way Out. Next was Say It by War on Women from their first album. Just a phenomenal song. Say it, say it, our healing will cover the earth. Our healing. It isn't just women who get raped, and we all deserve the chance to heal. Before the music, I was sharing a pivotal moment in my personal development, a moment when I remember completely and intentionally shutting down. I became physically still and silent, vacant eyes with a rage inside. Atop those terrifying and terrible metal stadium seats, Of course, we never spoke of it. We would have if we'd had the time together. Maybe Dad was telling him to fuck off, and Joe was asking if he could come say hello to me. Who the fuck knows? But I was already getting much too good at shutting down like that, just checking out of life completely. A child shouldn't have the thousand-yard stare perfected, but so many do. I still clench my jaw and grind my teeth. It's an awful habit. And it's taken a lot of conscious unlearning on my part. We hold so much trauma in our bodies. Of course, the body keeps the score. The brain can't be trusted with it. It will get it all twisted up. My own brand of bitty yoga stretches helps to soothe the painful flare-ups that come with these emotional flare-ups. And sometimes if you hear me grunting in the background of those music breaks, (laughs) I might be doing just that. And that's what this time has been for me this last eight months. It's been a convalescence, an emotional coma, where the buffer is built even into my environment. Living alone with pets, I make all of my choices for myself. My sweet pets and I are embraced by the warmth of the Mexican sun. And I haven't had to work full time anymore. So naps have featured heavily in these last several months. Being here has helped me grieve without the added stress of my previous life. Consumerist-driven, fast-paced, shouting news. Such terrible news. So many jagged triggers everywhere in sharp corners. So I am sensitive. Too sensitive. Maybe I don't know. I'm tired of judging myself for the way I interpret information around me, the way I react to stimuli in my environment. My sensitivity isn't hurting anyone. And toughen up used to be the only advice anyone ever gave in the 1980s anyway, it seems like. You wanted to be tough, you wanted to be tough stuff or hot stuff, okay? My sister was both. She was five years older than me. I'll tell you about her sometime. But before then, next time I'd like to share some travel stories about arriving here eight months ago. To close out, the final song today is Bag from White Long. Chosen for the lyrics, I've come back to warn you. And I love this song because I just like the idea of our past selves or future selves revisiting us. Because no matter how worthless I've felt and deserving of self-abuse and abuse from others, There is still a self inside of us who will always try to protect and save us. And you need to know you are worth saving. Thank you for listening. 
This has been Biddy Sounds Off. Thank you.